Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, wicked winter weather coast to coast. Tornadoes tearing across the south, punishing snow from California all the way east. And we're tracking all of it. Plus, baseball is back. We're live from spring training with huge changes from bigger bases to new rules that already have some players crying foul. Then a start today transformation. Meet the woman who changed her life one step at a time. And we're going to hit all the right notes with Suki Waterhouse and Will Harrison here to talk about the rock and roll drama Daisy Jones and the Six today, Monday, February 27th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good Monday morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Al, along with Chanel and Dylan. Craig had to take off a little early yes. for uh, a little bit of an assignment. Uh, did. I, so I hope everybody had a good weekend. It was good. What about you? What did you do? Well, you know, uh, Deborah and I just kind of did a little staycation. We went okay. down to the Whitney Museum, uh, the Edward Hopper's mm-hmm. New York City. Mm. So we did that, and then we went across. I love the, the video you posted of surprising her. Yeah, she was like so <laughs> intent oh, looking. That's then so we sweet. went across the street to the oh. RL Guest House or the RL. H guest house. Oh yeah, these are the best pancakes I've had in goodness knows. Wait, this is in New York. This is in New York, just mm. across the street, and it they're a, a cross between a crepe and a pancake. Ooh. They were fantastic with a lot of butter. I know, and the and, bacon looks perfect. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> so, spectacular. So and then I had, last night got my head shaved. So do I was, you go somewhere to get your head shaved? Oh yeah, I go to a barber shop. Okay. Well, pamper. No Let cuts. me see. You're good. See? It looks good. No there you go. No Shiny you and go. dewy and Great healthy. Job. Uh-huh. How about you? Uh, we went up to Boston to visit family. I had a few days off. Um, we had a whole plan to go skiing. Um, you know, I was going to take the boys skiing Aww. for the right. first time. They all get the stomach bug. So oh, they're all skiing. Uh, but this was on Saturday night. This is extended family, aunts, uncles that all kind of uh, just came over. And then we found this place. We went with our uh, their cousins, uh, my nieces and nephews, to this like ninja obstacle course. Ooh. So my boys will play Floors Lava all over the house, yeah. jumping from one couch to the other. And there's just like these bangs and these smashes. And it's this was the perfect place for them to do <laughs> this. Awesome. Nice. They could jump from one soft yeah. object to the next. It's uh-huh. like a great business idea. We used to watch, what was that show? American Gladiator. Oh, yeah. yeah that right. show. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of idea. You sure. swing from things. Yeah. So they, they had a good time. And awesome. you were down in Florida. So we were in Miami. It was amazing. You if walked you live in, in with Florida, a glow this you're morning. You're so lucky. <laughs> um, so it was my husband's mother's 70th birthday, mm-hmm. Shola OJ. It oh, was beautiful. People birthday. were in from Nigeria oh, wow. and Canada. Her daughter, my sister-in-law, um, she has a company called Cherish August. She's an event planner. And she found her mom's original car. Oh, oh my and gosh. Then decor- and I mean, that's not the actual right, car. Right. Is that a Volkswagen? Yeah. That's you got all the kids, awesome. all the cousins. Clara was in heaven with her cousins. What is it about cousins? Kids are cousins. I know. They cousins are the best. Everything. because It's like having a 
sibling yes. without Ex- the baggage. Exactly. Kyan gave a speech. Oh, my gosh. So they ran up to him and told him to speak on behalf of the grandkids. Look at him. He was like a little man. Like a handsome young man. He brought the house down with his speech. I was like, oh, my goodness. Okay, wow. I think we're doing okay. Yeah. You guys have done a good job. Yeah. It really was, it was, look at that. It was. Oh, my, oh my gosh, gosh. I haven't seen it. Oh, Isn't that crazy? crazy? What? I know. We did a, you know, when you, like, parties and weddings, you dance with your kids. Dancing with my son, who's taller than me now, it was kind of emotional. Wow. I would think so. Oh, it's it's a thing. So we hope you had a good yeah. weekend as well. It was a nice break. Yeah. Um, but again, I feel like we were talking about weather last week. Yeah, and we're, we're going to be talking about, about it all today. this week. We got a lot going oh, on. Oh, uh, We've been tracking this nasty weather. So we start down south. There's severe storms spawning tornadoes Goodness. in Oklahoma and Kansas, at least nine of them, destroying homes and flipping cars. Mm. And then take a look at this snow out west. Mountains outside of Southern California. This big bear, they set the three-day record. 57 inches of snow in three days. Some places picking up seven feet. Severe weather shutting down Yosemite National Park until March, which is a couple of days, but still. Did you say 57 inches? 57 inches. I'm 59 inches. That's right. And and that's really, you're you're kind of fudging that. Uh, But uh, let's take a look at some of the maps, show you exactly what's happening. We've got uh, all these uh, winter weather alerts that actually stretch from the West Coast, but we're also looking at what, from the Great Lakes into the Northeast, decent amount of snow, plus we've got heavy rain and the possibility of severe weather along this from Illinois into uh, Ohio for a slight risk of strong storms. Snowfall amounts, uh, we are looking around the Great Lakes, around two to four inches, but heavier amounts. New York City, we could finally see our first significant snowfall, two to five inches. Uh, Hartford, four to eight. Boston, two to four. Syracuse could pick up three to six inches. But don't worry, school will not be shut down in New York City. (laughs) They'll just go remote. That's it. (laughs) Boom. Great Ah. idea. All right. Well, an early morning mission to the International Space Station was scrubbed at the very last minute. It had nothing to do with the weather, Hmm. but SpaceX says that there was an issue with the ignition system in their Falcon 9 rocket. The four-man crew, including two Americans, was already in place. It was already on the launch pad at the Kennedy Space Center. Uh, So now the next chance for takeoff will be early Thursday morning. But can you imagine being in it and waiting in the nerves and your heart's pounding and then it's like, yep, sorry. Gotta go. Scrub. Move this. I guess that's part of the game. Yeah, Yeah, that can happen. (laughs) It's a cold February morning, but we are dreaming of the boys of summer because baseball is back. Spring training is already underway and there already is some controversy brewing over new rules being tested out. Uh, Let's go to NBC's Sam Brock. He's so lucky. He's live at Roger (laughs) Dean Stadium, the spring training home of the Miami Marlins. Sam, good morning. Good morning, Chanel. Yeah, it's 75 degrees and sunny here in Jupiter. Exactly what it looks like in New York, I would imagine now as well. Look, you talk about a situation, Chanel, where the average Major League Baseball game is three hours and four minutes. That was last year. The league-wide batting average was 243, the lowest average in more than half a century. So the league said, we got to change something. One of those somethings is the bases. This is the 2022 version. This, guys, is the 2023 version Look at that discrepancy. It's enormous. But the biggest conversation starter is the pitch clock, which right now is already, as you mentioned, created a little bit of controversy from over the weekend. The start of spring training is usually reserved for tweaking swings and perfecting pickoffs. But this year has already featured quite the curveball. The Red Sox-Braves preseason game Saturday, ending when a Braves hitter wasn't considered ready with eight seconds left on a pitch clock. The pitch clock. Um, a lot of people early on talked about it affecting the pitcher. What you're seeing now is it affecting the hitter quite a bit. All-star Jazz Chisholm Jr. 
worries the new rule could be challenging to apply. I feel like it's going to happen because it's the determination of the umpire. He doesn't really know when you're engaged unless he sees you looking at the picture. As for the other time regulations, it's 30 seconds between batters and only 15 seconds between pitches. Unless there's a runner on base, then you get 20. The Marlins' Sandy Alcantara is the reigning National League Cy Young Award winner. Of all these new rule changes, which ones are coming up the most in conversation? The clock. Yeah, the clock. Because most of uh, reliever, you know, they take their time. So their whole routines are thrown off completely. Yeah. Enforcement is no walk in the park either. Now, the pitch clock isn't automatic. It's run by a pitch clock manager who's got to be paying attention to exactly when the ball goes back into the pitcher's mitt, and whether or not there's men on base or not. Fans reacting to the new rules. It'll create more offense, more action, so to speak. I like the speed of baseball. I like going out and making it an all-day thing. Other changes include those giant bases designed to promote more steals for players like John Birdie. You led the major leagues, I believe, last year with 41 yep. stolen bases. Okay, so you're looking at this bag right here. That's nice. How, how it's much? nice and big. <laughs> <laughs> so you like this. This is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, hopefully it encourages more of the, you know, old school type baseball, more, more athleticism, more base stealing. It's a new era for a sport that owns a special place in American culture. And a couple other changes just to highlight real quickly, guys. Home plate is going to remain the same as the other bases change sizes. Also, there's been a crackdown on shifts, which is to say that there has to be two players on either side of the infield now. Second base, if you picture that as a dividing line, two have to be on the left and on the right. Previously, in these shifts, teams would stack each side, especially for left-handed pull hitters, stealing hits away. And actually, one player told me probably robbed him of about 60 or 70 singles a year. That now, all changes. Guys? Hey, Sam, you know, I understand, you know, we want to speed up the game of baseball. It can kind of get long and drawn out sometimes. But what, I mean, kind of putting that timer on the pitcher, what is the penalty if they do go over the 15-second clock? So, Dylan, that's a great question. The penalty is it's an automatic ball if that 15-second threshold is reached. Now, this is where it gets interesting because it's kind of subjective. The umpire will get a buzz when that clock goes down to zero, but the pitcher can argue, well, I was already in my motion. Yeah. Oh. So it's up to the umpires to decide whether or not they were stepping back at that time, getting ready to throw the ball. It doesn't have to actually be in the air, okay. but getting ready with the motion or not. There is a degree of interpretation here, which all the players are telling me. They say, just be consistent. However you're going to enforce yeah, that's this, fair. do it even across games and across teams. All right, Sam, thanks so much. Sam, thanks. All right, well, by the way, we want to remind you, Peacock is your home for Sunday morning baseball, a little baseball and brunch. Begins (laughs) Sunday, April 23rd with the National League champs, the Phillies, hosting the Colorado Rockies. And, you know, I decided we're going to embrace the idea of the pitch clock. Okay. So we're going to use one as we head to break. Okay, (laughs) let's start the clock. (laughs) Coming up, we're the fee fighters. Concerts, hotels, your bank will tell you how to save money. Then, a start today health transformation. A woman who put her best foot forward, she says, you can do it too. Third hour of today we'll be right back. One second to spare. Boom! Did you have any doubt? Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash today just go to indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about indeed on this podcast indeed.com slash today conditions apply need to hire you need indeed back now with our series by the numbers we've all been there and you can add something to your card and then the price jumps because of the <laughs> fees it's so annoying well these days turns out of course we're paying more for hotels concerts even at banks so we have nbc news business and data reporter brian chung here he's here to break down some common fees and most importantly how perhaps we can avoid some of them uh, thanks for coming in this morning no problem Good morning all right so we're going to take it one step at a time by the by the numbers let's start with those dreaded banking fees what are we working with here yeah well it costs a lot to use plastic Chanel. And the number I've got for you here is $29.80. Okay. That number comes from bank rate. That's how much it costs to overdraft. You don't have enough money in your checking account. The bank has to move from your savings account, and that's going to cost you a lot of money. So that make sure up. you have enough in your checking account. Yeah. But look, yeah. there's a lot of other fees that are associated with using bank services as well. Okay. ATM fees, $4.66. Per what? Per transaction. That's also according to bank rate. So if you want to avoid that, try to stay inside your debit card network. Take a look at the back of the plastic to make okay. sure you know where to use it. And then there's also credit card late fees, right? <laughs> On top of the interest that you're going to pay for anything that's overdue, you're also yep. going to get this late fee of about $30. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is actually proposing under the Biden administration to cap that at $8. Really? And, yep, and the CFPB, again, it's a proposal right now, okay. but they say that could save Americans about $9 billion. And by the way, <laughs> Chanel, for all these fees, if you do face it, try to give your bank a call. Just say, hey, look, I'm really sorry about that. Maybe can you waive it? I've done it before with the overdraft right. Especially fee. if it's just one time. Exactly. And yeah, the worst you- they could do? Say no. Say no. Yep, okay, exactly. to save that money. All right, next, let's talk about, this is a good one, the extra cost yes. we pay for cable yeah. and internet. <laughs> yeah, really expensive. And, and the number I've got for you right here is 11.3%. That's the estimated inflation that we've seen just since the beginning of the pandemic for your cable fees. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that's on top of what Consumer Reports estimated was $450 in yearly cable fees that people are paying. So fees, and not just wow. the... Just well, the, that is actually the bill, but oh, it that's includes the bill. fees, which okay. I'm going to get to right here. Company imposed fees as part of that are about 24% according to uh, mm-hmm. Consumer Reports. But I feel now, like it feel, you feel helpless. Like you get the bill and you have all those fees on there. What are you supposed to do? Well, you, you, I mean, you can call the cable company and try to yeah. see if you can negotiate some of those fees. But there are things like, for example, modem rentals. They'll okay. say you have to rent from us. That could be up to $15 a month. You could buy your own modem, your own router mm-hmm. from Best Buy, for example, and then yeah. save yourself the monthly fee. Okay. And also watch out for cancellation fees. If you try to get out of a contract early, could be up to $200. But again, try to give your cable company a call. And also maybe consider cutting the cord if it's going to save you money just by streaming instead of buying a cable. But those streaming, those streaming services have all been jacked Exactly. Yeah, so you got to do the math and try to see based off of what channels you want, whether or not it ends up working out. All right. It's crazy. All right. So if you actually get off the couch <laughs> yep. and leave the house, we all want to do experiences. There's concerts, there's games, but the fees attached to ticketing is yep. also up. Dylan, so the number I've got for you is 27 to 31%. That's the average ticket fee. This is where we feel a lot of the pain. Mm-hmm. A lot of T-Swift fans will know this <laughs> as well, right? Now, let's do the math, right? 
Average concert ticket, according to uh, Polestar, is $108.20. So with another fee on top of that, Mm -hmm. that's going to be another $30 just to get into the stadium. Average NBA game, I'm a huge Brooklyn Nets fan. I know this for a fact. $94. But again, the fees are Mm -hmm. added on top of that. It's very expensive just to get inside the Barclays Arena. And then the average discount theater tickets, this is according to Today Ticks Group. They're saying it's about $55. That's not just Broadway. That's nationally, Mm -hmm. by the way. Again, you're going to face fees on top of that. What can you do for that? One thing you can do is you can try to go directly to the box office. In many cases, you can get around these third-party ticket resellers mm-hmm. to get around the fee. And then also remember that you can actually try to join a fan club, for example. Okay. They might offer discounted oh, tickets. Oh, that's a good idea. Well. You know what ticks yeah. me off is when you go and you buy your movie ticket online and they charge you a convenience yes. fee. Yeah, convenience <laughs> What's fee up with what? that? What's so convenient yeah, about you're, that right you're, now? <laughs> you have fewer cashiers because I'm buying online. Stop it! Anyway, uh, travel fees. Yes, yes. What's the number? Well, there? look, I get worked up just as much about travel fees as well. 30 to $35. That is the average airfare fees just for trying to pick your seat, just mm-hmm. to try to check your bags. Right. Things you can get around, try to check the bag maybe directly at the gate. I've got other numbers for you as well. Airport car rentals, another 23% more expensive to rent at the airport. Yeah. Oh, wow. Consider taking an Uber into a downtown location. Uh-huh. Renting from the same place mm-hmm. could be a lot cheaper. Resort fees, $40. Just can you bag. negotiate those? Eh, it's kind of tough, but the Biden administration is looking at perhaps mm-hmm. nixing these fees and then Airbnbs. This is where it gets, I mean, everyone's experiencing mm-hmm. this. 14.2% could be the fees on top of what you're quoted. Wow. Yeah. Check the card. Try to check out so you get a final mm-hmm. invoice and how much that's going to cost Ryan you. Chung, great good advice. Thanks so it much. Yep. It's anytime Thank you so get much. to that cart. <laughs> I know. It's coming up. It is a start today. Transformation. A member of our online community shares her life-changing journey that will inspire you to get moving. And then later, two of the stars of the new rock and roll drama, Daisy Jones and the Six. Beautiful. Suki Waters House and Will Harrison will tell us about bringing the best-selling book to the screen. <laughs> you guys are so lovely. We'll be right back. <laughs> We are back this morning with a start today's success story. A woman who changed her life one step at a time. Patricia Woods Meadows is one of the 120,000 people in our Start Today community. We are going to see her transformation firsthand, but first, here's her story. For years, I made excuses about why working out wasn't for me. By 2022, I was out of shape at my highest weight ever, and in pain from arthritis and a torn meniscus. Plus, once the pandemic hit, my walks at work turned into me sitting at home. I knew I needed to make a change, but I never felt motivated enough to do it on my own. So I called my cousin Anthony, and we decided we'd hold each other accountable to walk every day, sending our step counts back and forth to motivate each other. A few months later, I came across a Today Show story about Doreen Fox who lost weight by walking around inside her house. I was walking around my house too. I read that Doreen was part of the Start Today community, so I figured I'd give the group a try myself. As I continued to focus on improving my health, I scheduled a routine physical with my doctor where I found that I was pre-diabetic. I was scared to tears, and I knew that letting myself go further was not an option. I immediately bumped up my step goal to 10,000 steps a day and I aim to increase my goal by 500 to 1,000 steps each month. At home, I focused on portion control and I increased my water intake. My work had only begun and I was excited to see where the journey would take me. All right, well, that is Detricia's story, but we have her here with us this morning. Detricia, come on. Come on out. Hey. All right. 
Yay, no, don't cry. Don't cry. No, or, or well, Uncle Al. I like that. tears are okay. <laughs> yes. My gosh. Yes. So, Detricia, this is what a great transformation. What a wonderful story. And and I think like a lot of us, you know, there are different reasons for you taking that first step, no pun intended. So, so what was it for you? Well, for me, it was, um, I just recently learned that two people that I, I knew growing up had passed away, mm. and one was uh, complications of diabetes, the other one was heart disease, mm. and we were the same age, oh. and I'm like, I don't want to have RIP next to my name oh, right. at 50 years old, you know, and then my mom, who's 70, she was walking, uh, just walking me out the box, right? <laughs> and I'm like, my mom, 70 years old, and she's walking better than me. Oh. So I, I got on the phone, like I said, with my cousin, and we talked about it, and I'm just like... He's like, what are we going to do? Mm -hmm. I said, I got to get this weight off. I know what I need to do, but I can't, I don't have the motivation to do it. But we just jumped out there and we started doing it. We set our goals and I haven't stopped since. Today is 280 for me. Oh my good. 280 days of walking. Wow. Patricia, you look absolutely beautiful. Thank you. So a lot of us but you've get, got a glow. And too. you do. You Thank really you. do. So a lot of people watching and a lot of us and somebody sitting in the seat, you, st <laughs> you start and you're doing well, right? But how do you keep it going? I mean, 280 days, sometimes it's hard for a couple of weeks. It, it is hard sometimes. Sometimes it's like, I don't want to do it, but then I, ha I have to remember my why. Your why. Why am I doing this? I'm doing this for me. I'm taking care of me. Nobody else is going to do this mm -hmm. but me. So that's, I, I just make myself get whether I feel good or not, whether I'm hurting or not. I get up and I move every so day. So where are you on your journey now? Are you still, you know, do you still have goals that you're, you're trying mm -hmm. to reach? I'm still, I'm trying to get to Wonderland as the Start Today <laughs> family calls it. I, um, What's Wonderland? Getting into the 100 pounds. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, the 100 pounds range. Right now I'm sitting at 209, so I've lost 65 pounds mm -hmm. as today. Um, and wow. I, I have about... 20 pounds to go until okay. I reach my, my first goal. Mm -hmm. So, and I'll keep pushing. Well, wow. Patricia, we are just rooting you on. Thank I mean, you. congratulations. It takes a lot of hard work, but you made that what first step. Look Thank at you, you now. Thank you. Any tips, it up? Any tips you want to offer to people at home as far as getting started? Um, my first tip is to see your doctor, yeah. talk it over Absolutely. with your doctor. Even walking can cause hip issues or whatever, yeah. but Go talk to your doctor first. Schedule that physical so that they can see if any underlying mm -hmm. issues are going on. And then make small, realistic goals. Yeah. You don't right. want to say, oh, I want to do 10,000 steps. And then you discourage yourself right. by exactly. not doing as much. So start off with small goals. Um and just be kind to yourself. Yeah. Wow. The Stephanie Mansour oh, calls in say. sick. You can fill in for <laughs> yes. your motivation. You're very motivational. Thank, Thank you so much. Thanks, Patricia. Thank Thank you. Can I say one thing to Uncle Al? Yeah. Kathy Wilkins said hi. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, tell her I said hello. I will. Oh, my God. <laughs>
Patricia, thank you so much. Thank I went to school with her. Thank oh, you. Nice. Yeah. And don't forget, you can join our Start Today community. Sign up for the Start Today newsletter by scanning that QR code or heading to today.com slash start today. All right. Well, coming up next, we are going to rock and roll with two of the stars of the highly anticipated Daisy Jones and the Six. Bandmates Suki Waterhouse and Will Harrison are going to be here live to talk all about it as the third hour of today rocks on. We are back with two of the stars of the highly anticipated show, Daisy Jones and the Six, based on the New York Times bestseller. It follows the rise of a fictional 1970s band that split at the height of their success. Years later, this documentary-style tell-all reveals why. Suki Waterhouse plays keyboardist Karen and Will Harrison as lead guitarist Graham, who happen, happens to have a massive crush on her. <laughs> you embarrassed to be with me? What? No. I don't really know what else I'm supposed to think at this point, Karen. It's not that. It's... Look, the moment they know we're together, everything changes. Yeah, it doesn't have to, Yeah, Karen. but it will. They'll treat me different. You know they will. And that's just the boys. I mean, what about the rest of the world? Yeah. She was sleeping with the guitarist, so they let her in the band. I mean, that's what people would think, Graham. Well, Suki and Will join us now. Good morning, Hi. guys. Hi. Good morning. So everybody's talking about this series. There is so much buzz about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you feel the pressure about this? I mean, because everybody wants to see this thing. <laughs> we're terrified. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're so excited, yeah, aren't so we? Excited. I mean, we got cast in the show three years ago, I think. It's been a long, well, been a long so time. Got yeah, right definitely, yeah. definitely. Yes. I mean, it gave us more time to practice our instruments yep. and really gel as a band. Yes. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a long time in the making. So we're we're I think we're ready. At this I love point it. So you guys together. didn't play instruments before this. He was very good. I played guitar before this. Okay. Certainly okay. not as well as I as I can now. Thanks yeah. to the show. <laughs> yeah. It was an added bonus of getting this job, for sure. Well, the moment is yeah. here now. Yep. Will, I think it was so interesting. We were just talking. This was your first big audition after drama school. And then Riley Keough, who plays Daisy Jones, did she kind of have a hand in helping you nab the role? Is that true? I, that's the story that I had heard. Yeah, I, I, had, uh, I had auditioned for a few of the roles, as I think a lot of the cast had. And I was auditioning for Eddie at that point. And I had done a Zoom call back. Mm-hmm. I guess Riley had been in the room. That's awesome. And when we finished, they were like, what do you think? And I think she said, well, he's not Eddie. He's he's Graham. Oh, and so then we had to go back in and, and audition Read. for Graham. Well, it all worked yeah. out. Yeah. Nice. It, did. it all worked yes, out. It uh, yeah. Suki, I, I can't imagine the audition process. Obviously, I've never auditioned for anything. But when you have to do a chemistry read, <laughs> mm. had you met Will before to do this read? Or, I mean, how do you no. how do you just all of a sudden have chemistry? <laughs> well, um, yeah, I know I'd never met Will before. And, and I'd also done a bunch of auditions, some of which were piano auditions, which mm-hmm. was very difficult, uh, you know, just just picking it up and probably very hard on the ears at that point. <laughs> um, but when I met Will, um, I, I just asked you to pick me up on your back and piggyback me down the hallways yeah, yeah. of Hello Sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 just to have something that we could be like laughing before? about. Uh-huh. Yes, as we, yeah. we, we went outside and, and I said, can we burst into the room? Just piggyback me up and down. And then That's did you, awesome. you piggyback me into the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so to start like, oh, the scene, friends. we just yeah. ran in, in yeah. on my back. That's great idea. No brainer yeah. for me after yeah. that. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Then you helped me get the role of Karen yeah. from like, that. What are you doing? The piggyback girl. That's, awesome. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So, so you, you, uh, Suki, you released a, a solo album last year, uh, but before filming even started, you guys had to perform a live concert 
as Ooh. the six. Does, did that give you a sense of what it's like to be a, a rock band and, 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 and everything that goes into that energy that you have to give and get back from the audience? Mm-hmm. I mean, in certain, in a very small way, it mm, did. Yeah. But yeah, it definitely gave us a taste of it. It was it really gave, fun. It gave us like the backstage anxiety, sort of yep, like, un- yep, understanding what that was like. And they had us yep. in, they had us in all of our costumes as well. Oh, that's and fun. we had to, we had to perform to basically our bosses. Uh, a lot of them. There are a <laughs> yep. lot of them at Amazon, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yes, <many laughs> it was bosses. a sold out show. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Wow. Well, guys, this is we cannot wait to see this. Uh, thanks so much. First three episodes of Daisy Jones and the Six premiere on Prime Video this Friday. So good. So thank you, guys. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right, coming up next in Motivational Monday, the power of finding micro joy every single day and how small moments could help us during the most difficult times. Then later in Cooking with Cal, we're on a roll in the kitchen making oh. our family spin on enchiladas. Mm. We'll be right back. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Friday, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters Friday. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. If it's Monday, it must be Motivational Monday, and so we're going to focus on finding joy after difficult times. Cindy Spiegel is a storyteller and writer who experienced one of the most challenging years of her life in 2020. She focused on finding small life moments that brought her joy and really kept her going. And she explores this in her new book. It's called Micro Joys, Finding Hope, Especially When Life is Not Okay. That's a good title. Cindy is here. Good morning to you. Hi, Cindy. Good morning. Good so let's morning. back up to 2020 because I do think that puts it in perspective. It's easier to find joy when you don't have things going on. But when things get tough, it's harder. What happened in 2020? So in 2020, I should back up a little bit just to say that I've always been an optimist. Mm -hmm. 2020 hit the world. We were in a global pandemic. At this point, we were in quarantine. So everyone was grieving something, uh, including the world around us. In May of 2020, my 32-year-old nephew was murdered walking to a friend's house. Mm. Mm. Uh, Four months after that, my beloved mama passed away Mm. unexpectedly. And then within a month of my mom's passing, my 48-year-old brother at the time uh, had a stroke and then went into cardiac arrest. By the grace of God, two and a half months later, he made it home from the intensive care unit. Mm -hmm. And within a month, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Oh, my goodness. So... As someone who was always an optimist, Mm -hmm. I found that I was in this moment where I just, I couldn't find my way out of this. Mm -hmm. I couldn't positive think my way out of this. Um, And it just, it, it, 
really was like my world came crashing down and I had to relearn how to be myself again. Mm. And relearn to find that joy. So if we can break down what micro joys are, it's not just tiny little moments of joy. Yeah. What What is it? So a micro joy, they, they really are the easily accessible moments of joy that are available to us regardless of our current circumstances. Okay. Give us an example. So an example would be when my nephew passed away, mm-hmm. right? Um, we went through the photo album of his childhood. Through tears, mm. we were laughing uh. at these pictures of him as a child. Mm-hmm. So a micro joy doesn't take away the difficult things, right? right? They are still there. Mm-hmm. And that is the difference between this and, and what I refer to as the good vibes only positivity. Mm. So, so, Cindy, what's the difference between joy and happiness? Oh, that's a great question. So happiness is often triggered by something external. Happiness is not a place that we live. It is mm-hmm. temporary. It's a, a moment? It's a moment. So think about retail therapy. You go, you buy the thing. Mm-hmm. There's a dopamine hit. That's happiness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Temporary, fleeting. Joy, on the other hand, is internal. Ooh. It's a state of being. So we've met those folks who maybe don't have a lot materially. or ma- Yeah, materially. <laughs> yeah. But you see the joy emanating mm-hmm. from them, like my Aunt Doll. And you wonder what those people have. Those folks are not looking for happiness every day. They are joyful. All right. So for somebody at home, how do they find micro joy? Where do they start? Yeah. So the foundation of micro joys is really presence and being present in the moment. So the very first thing that I would say is do not be afraid of your emotions. Mm -hmm. So sit with the difficult times, because if you don't sit with the difficult emotions, it's very difficult to feel the bigness of the exciting ones, too. So first, sit with the emotions, all of them. Second is find yourself in a space that you've been to before and allow yourself to be present by utilizing your senses. So go into a store that you've Mm -hmm. been to many times, notice the smells, notice the sounds around you. So allow that present moment to be. Mm. And then finally... I might say, um, allow yourself as an adult to be spontaneous. Mm. Okay. All right. These are the tiny moments that bring you joy, those Mm. existing ordinary moments that bring joy to all of us, even when times are rough. So good. Cindy, thank thank you you so much. This is great. I know. I'm like, I'm staring now because I'm (laughs) trying to do it. I'm trying to be in this moment. You are amazing. You look amazing. Well, thank you. And I'm so happy that you came. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love it. Micro joys. Finding hope, especially when life is not okay, is out tomorrow. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Coming up next, I'm cooking with Cal, making one of our family's favorite really super quick weeknight dinners. It's got a little twist, though. We'll be right back. We are back with Cooking with Cal. This time we are making a dish that's been a hit in my family for years. Enchiladas with a twist. Watch this. It's another edition of Cooking with Cal. What are we making today? Enchilada food. Enchilada food. All right, so this is your Aunt Jenny's recipe. She showed me this recipe when she first started dating Uncle Maytag. This is a really interesting recipe. I love it. We've got leftover chicken, some baked beans, green chilies, and we're gonna do some olives. Yeah, there you go. Is this not the best kind of thing? There we go. Slice, slice. Ah, help me with this slice. So let's set these aside and add these to our assembly line. What's an assembly line? An assembly line is how we set up all our ingredients so that we can make our enchiladas. I'm gonna do a tortilla. Yay! Okay. Two tortillas? Why? Because we're gonna fill up this baking dish. And we have way more over here, right? Yes, we do. 
Did I sprinkle it like so, you sprinkle it? Yep, I'm gonna sprinkle the chicken. So we're gonna take a cream cheese. I'm gonna take one too. I'm gonna kind of break it in half a little. Well, then we're just gonna layer it on top of the chicken. I'm gonna take a spoonful of yummy baked beans. That's a lot. Just spread it all out. There's a lick. What is a taste test? Yeah! Nice, Cal! Okay, we're gonna lift this up. Tuck it under here. Kind of like a taco. I yeah, always, like a taco. I always do it like that. No, we're gonna, but we don't have to fold the ends in, okay? Good, that's how I always do it. <laughs> right into here. Tuck this under here. Roll it. Nice job. And we'll transfer into here. I think we could fit like four more in here, right? Now, what do we need to put on top of enchiladas? Sauce? Enchilada sauce! I'm gonna put a hole in here, okay? Now, we're gonna pour this over here. What? Why isn't it coming out fast? Now watch what happens, okay? Ready? Whoa! Now everything in this is pretty cooked, so we just need it till it gets like a little crispy on the edges, nice and warm through. Do you like it? It's yummy, right? It's so different. Huh. And you should watch a video more at headjuicetoday.com slash foodie. <laughs> All right, so we... I know people at home are watching this like, that is a weird You can tell people what, what I said. What do you oh, think? It makes sense. Yeah, look, the, the cream cheese replaces like regular cheese. Mm -hmm. You got the dairy, the creaminess. You'd put sour cream on or something the like that. The sweetness from the beans. That's yeah, so all good. So Al is pleasant. I was like, Dylan, this looks nasty. <laughs> this is so good. Very good. No, I love it. And I know you'd be honest. I would be honest. This is yeah. like, I would want to make this like tonight, right? Yeah. And it was pretty easy, it's right? So, it's Five so of you eating those these, though. I know. The, so good. By the end of the evening, it's going to be interesting. Ah, that's funny. Can beans, you just use like a rotisserie food? chicken? I, I actually did just use rotisserie chicken. Oh, and good. then everything else is in a can. So Perfect. Jenny, really good, Dylan. Jenny, thank you for that recipe from like 25 years ago. This is really good. I want to hear more about Maytag. <laughs> that's my brother. Yeah. I can get into it. All right, we'll be right back. Oh my gosh, so good. Dryer, Maytag. finish that whole thing. I'm huh? like, I've got another I'm half. So Tomorrow in the third hour of today, we cannot wait to catch up with Jim Gaffigan. I cannot wait to see this movie. I'm going to watch Can it you wait? I cannot wait. <laughs> Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, supermodel, Gigi Hadid, <laughs> and fashion designer, Temperance. We may or may not see Al tomorrow. I know. Where'd Bye, you go? Everybody. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.